Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Chris Hanny joins me now. Chris, what are you listening to? It's uh, 19 by the old 97s. Sending that out to Wimby, uh, 19-year-old Victor Wimbyana, putting on a show again. And more importantly, to my daughter, who turned 19 today. Oh, that's very Amazing. He's the same age as your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> that was ridiculous last right. night. Did you like the behind-the-back, coast-to-coast thing, or did you like the self lob dunk. I think the behind the back was actually more impressive. Although although the lob thing was impressive because it seemed like it wasn't just mustard on the hot dog. It felt like it was a, a reaction. Right. To, that, like, that was the only way he was going to complete the play. Right. And like on the fly, he, he sort of did that. But I think, you know, a seven foot four guy right. in transition going behind the back. <laughs> that was And one. then dunking. Yeah, you know, you kind of expect a big man could throw it off the backboard to himself and dunk. Right. Whereas that was... Alien stuff, <laughs> that one. So, um, all right, you got a piece up at the Daily Memphian. I have tweeted it out. Some of the things we talked about and some of the things you foreshadowed in our earlier conversations. Uh, let's go through them. One is uh, a dicey, fading, whatever else you want to call it, um, postseason hopes. They are five and four uh, since Job returned. And that feels... And honestly, like, John missed one of those games, but he will. They were going to lose that game anyway. Right. At, at Denver. They were at Denver. And, and also, the truth of the matter is, their losses were persuasive. Their wins, two of them were last-second wins that they might. Yeah. Five and four is about, I don't know, this was, do you think this is going to be a five and four team through the rest of the? I think they have the potential to, to play at a higher level than five and four um, the rest of the way if, if they maintain decent health. Um, so I, I, But I don't think. I don't think, you know, I'm not expecting like seven and two level. You know, right, I, I right. think slightly better than five and four is what I would what I would want. Five and four, I, I did that mostly just, just to just t- take a math. look at it and put the math on it. If they play at a five and four pace, like whatever the five and four winning percentage is, you apply right. that to the games going forward, they'll they'll finish thirty-eight and forty-four. Um thirty-eight and forty-four might get you the ten. But it probably won't. And if if the rest of the teams just play at their season long winning percentage, then then that would have you two games out of that with with Golden State and the Lakers both at forty and forty two. I don't think both those teams are going to finish under five hundred. And so and so to me, if you play at a five and four pace, you could get in if you get more help ahead of you than you've gotten so right. far. I'm expecting less help, not more. Which of those two teams, by the way? Would you have greater faith in Lakers? Obviously, they they play the Lakers tonight. The Lakers, all sorts of drama that Darvin Ham may have lost the locker room, according to Shams, whatever else. Uh, they have 
Uh, they do have the in-season tournament championship. No one can take that away from them, but they've lost 9 of 12 most recently to the Miami Heat without Jimmy Butler. I still think both of those teams are going to finish ahead of Houston. I think Houston's going <laughs> right. to drop down and those teams are going to bump up. But, I mean, the Lakers are sort of more troubled at the moment. They're talking about, you know, firing their coach. Right. And, like, you know, there's some combustibility there. Um, Golden State, I mean, is Draymond going to come back? Is Draymond going to get moved? There's some, some issues there. But I, I feel like both of those teams are going to are gonna rise up and Houston's going to fall back. Well, if I were predicting today, I would say both those teams make the play in and Houston misses it. Um, Draymond evidently is returning to Golden State. Is there? Have you read reports and rumors or whatever about rumors? Rumors, no, and only strictly rumors. Like you know, Bill Simmons talking all but, to but, Detroit. Oh, I don't know about where. <laughs> right, but, right, you know, right. It could be Memphis. Right. You know, I mean, if, if you remember, and and, and I don't take this seriously, but last year there were rumors about teams that might be interested in Draymond Green, and Memphis got mm, mentioned. Right. I don't think that was completely made up. Now, I doubt they would be interested now, given the troubles he's had, adding on to the that troubles that fun. they have. <laughs> but, you know. Hey, we got Derek Rose to settle everybody down. Yeah. So, he's, right. uh, so there you go. He's got a clean track record. Because <laughs> he's got a clean track record. Um, so, and then the, the they both actually have had lineup questions. Um, Darvin Ham's lineups have been uh, severely questioned because he doesn't put any shooting around. Right. Around. Uh, around LeBron and AD, and then for Golden State, it's this sort of transition between the old guard and the new guard. Right, and Steph's sort of in the middle of it, still great, and right. like there's just this team around him that doesn't really work anymore. And so, yeah. Who knows how it's going to go tonight? It doesn't feel like a great moment to get the Lakers because this would be a uh, rally around the, the you know, uh, 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 make a statement. Is, sure, we're still here to mean business yeah, but, or but, whatever. but do, do they want to rally around their head coach? Or are they trying that. to get their head coach fired? There is I, that. You know, is I, that. So I, don't, I don't know. I mean, at, at Los Angeles is a tall order for the Grizzlies historically, period. And so I don't know if there's any right. you know, good or bad time to get them if LeBron and, and Davis, particularly Davis, are playing. Davis, as we, we can remember from the playoffs, it's Davis is good. a big problem for the for, Grizzlies. And, yeah, for sure. And in fact, the Grizzlies, I, I ended up not writing about this in particular, although I could have, because Jakob Pertl had five blocks in that game um, the other day. So there, there are, at the time I looked at this, there had been 26 games this season mm-hmm. in which a player, an individual player, had six more blocks. Six of those have come against the Grizzlies. <laughs> the only other team that's had it happen more than twice to them is Portland. And so, like, Anthony Davis. Why is that? That's a good question, and I haven't delved deep into that. How many of those with Ja? Ja, You know, only one probably. Yeah, but Ja goes to the rim a lot. I I think it's partly going to getting into the paint a lot. I think it's partly the Grizzlies are a short team. Right. Like, they they don't have great size sort of across. Um, That's that's more of a wrinkle. That's not like an indictment because I went and looked at it. Uh, The Grizzlies, I think, are last this this season in, in blocks against. Um, the work, you know, they get their shots blocked more than anybody in the league. That was also true two years ago when they won 56 games. So, like, whatever. Um, anyway, but Anthony Davis. In Drew's piece, he said that the Grizzlies, he reported the Grizzlies are 1-9 and nine in their last 10 at FedEx Forum. I don't know if that's regular season or includes the playoffs. Did they win the regular pedestrian game? Are you, talking, you mean in Los Angeles? In Los Angeles. No, 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 I'm sorry, in Los Angeles. Yeah, against the Lakers on the road. They're 1-9 and nine their last 10. I don't think they won that game, but I don't remember. All I remember is regular pedestrian. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad thing to take away from a game. Right. Um, all right. So uh, you wrote about that. Um, secondly, uh, Marcus Smart 
And one of, what I found most interesting about this was Smart Bane Moran as your perimeter, perimeter trio right. has not been great. It's been a net positive for a team that's, you know, 11 and 23 or whatever, but it's only been a net positive because of defense. Um, It's been good enough defensively to, like, tip over into the positive, but the offense has been bad. Um, And so that's sort of the issue there. I I mean, clearly Marcus Smart has not – Marcus Smart, I think, has been fine on defense in terms of that defensive role. It's probably the most – if you make the list of things you need from him, that's number one on the list, and that part of it I think has been fine. But the rest of it has been bad. And so the question is, is that going to get better or not? And so I, I think I think there's no, more time is needed to evaluate this. One would imagine it would not be as bad as it has been, right? Oh, I agree. I mean, he, he, first of all, most of it without Ja, and then he's come back, and now he has this hand injury. And I'm persuaded that that is a role. I think he shot like 3 of 17 over the past two games. I'm persuaded that the hand injury has something to do with that. But I also wonder if... If his hand injury is such that, like, he can't effectively, like, you know, make certain plays, why is he on the floor at the end of a game right now? You know? Right. And also, why is he then taking the shots that he's taking? Like, if Well, he had no is, choice right, but to right, take the, the shot. The one at the end of the—, at the end, right. the, um, the other point you make, and this is something we've talked about last week. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Was. Does Vince Williams in that position make more sense? I think he does. I think if you're strictly talking about what's the best way strategically to compete in games today, I would be starting Vince Williams, then I would have Marcus Smart come off the bench, and then what you close with depends on the flow of the game and how guys are playing. I, I think there are multiple reasons why they wouldn't do that. They may just they may, they may disagree with that assessment, but even if they agree with that assessment, I think there are multiple reasons you wouldn't do that. You know, smart stature. I mean, things are more. These are not piece, you know pieces on a chessboard. These are right. people, and so there's those sort of soft factors that influence decisions. And then the fact that you have made this investment in Market Smart, and you did not make it for him to come off your bench, and so you, you need to give it more. That, the idea you would need to give it more time to I get it all figured see out. That. Let's see what. Let's yeah. Let's see what that is. But the point that one of the points you make about Vince Williams is that. He has a much lower usage rate, which in this context is a good thing. 
Yes, if you're on the floor with Ja, Jaron, and Bain, that can that can hold up a lower usage. Whereas in the middle of the flow of the game, when you're on the floor with one or two of those guys and one's on the bench, maybe you need more secondary players to handle the ball more. So to me, it, it makes sense from that standpoint to start Williams and bring Smart off the bench. Williams has been a little bit better as a spot up shooter, not good, but better. And then to me, a big thing is just. Williams is a great rebounder at that position, and Smart's a bad rebounder at that position, and I think you need the extra rebounding on this team. Uh, I talked about this yesterday, uh, the possibility of moving, sliding, given the the gaping hole that has been uh, at center, possibility of sliding Jaron to the five and starting Santi, or seeing more of it anyway. Yeah, my thing with that, the reason I wonder about that is almost less from a tactical what's better right now standpoint than a future value evaluation standpoint. Right. You know, Santi is young. He's under contract next season. Um, Biombo's headed to free agency. I doubt he'll be back. Um, Tillman's headed to free agency. I kind of doubt he'll be back. I don't think either of those guys have much trade value beyond their contract number. I think playing Santi and Jaron together more, whether that's in the starting lineup or just in the flow of the game, you know, gives you more reps with that look to figure out how much you think that can be a component of what you do going forward. It it, it might help Santi Aldama's trade value. I, I think there, there's if you're thinking about how to value how to add value beyond the current season, I think playing Santi more and, and Biombo Tillman less definitely contributes to that. Does it help you or hurt you more right now? That that's more. Up for up for grab, and then what you did go and put the uh, explore the numbers of Zaire with Ja and Zaire without Ja, and they're pretty persuasive. Yeah, this may be a one-time only citation. I I had, I had to um I had to give my email to a stat site for a three-day um, test drive really? that, that I'm not going to pay for. <laughs> um, but I got the three-day like you know test it out before you before you you have to pay, which I won't do because the, these numbers are oddly hard to find. Like you can't find them on NBA.com or other places. But the, the the question of like how players play with or right. without other players on the floor, and since Jaws come back. Um, Zaire Williams has played 120-something minutes since Jaws' return, roughly half with Ja and half without Ja, 60-something with, 60-something without. And he shot 48% from the floor with Ja and 32% without. I don't think – I mean, that's a small sample, but to me it, it confirms my priors, which is that I, I think he plays better with Ja. And so there, and there was one game in the stretch, and I didn't have time to go back and try to find it, but I remember watching the game thinking this – where Zaire played and Ja played and they kept them separated. I did not understand why why you would do that. So I think this hits a larger point of some of the stuff I wrote about of I don't see enough purpose in how the Grizzlies are navigating their lineups from beginning of the game to the end of the game. And it feels like, like early in the season they were just throwing stuff out there and you sort of didn't have a choice. You only had eight players and nine players anyway. Right. And like you just couldn't – that's not the issue as much now. And I don't see enough – I can't discern, to me, enough strategic purpose and what lineups are and are not playing as you flow through the game. Well, and you mentioned, are they capable of playing at better than a 5-4 and four pace? Maybe figuring out some cohesive, sensible, you know, rotation part of yeah. gets you there, right? right. Like, yeah. um, all right. The other thing I, uh, I wanted to ask you about was, uh, so Ricky Rubio retired. Uh, last night yep. or yesterday. Ricky. Good career, not what people thought he would be, but right. still a good career. So it, it made me think about that draft. Yep. What a fun draft it was. It was a lot going not on Not for in the draft. Grizzlies. Not for the Grizzlies. No, that was the draft. all-time worst for the Grizzlies. Just the all-time worst for the Grizzlies. But 
to review, Blake Griffin was one, Thabit was two, James Harden was three, yep. Tyreek was four, Rubio and Johnny Flynn. As bad as you feel about the Grizzlies taking Thabit, yeah. if you are a Minnesota fan... Yeah, take two guards and two neither of them is Steph Curry. Two guards right before Steph Curry, right? right. And, and like that's where you would have taken Steph Curry. No one really would have... I mean, that's not true. We know that Tony Brony Jr. would have taken Steph Curry number two. Very much But so. most people would not have taken him too. But at five was Rubio, six is Johnny Flynn, seven is Steph... Then you got a, a non-entity that was Jordan Hill, never became much of anything. DeMar DeRozan was nine in that draft. And yep. then, uh, do you remember who the Grizzlies took? They had they had a second and a high third in that draft. I mean, a first and a high second in that draft. I'm sorry. They had a late first and a high second in that, oh, that draft. Oh, that was that was the defensive that theme draft. The defensive so that was uh, Jamari Carroll in the late first and Sam Young in That's the second. That's exactly right. Yeah. It was the defensive theme draft. Right. And also in that draft... Pat Bev went at 43, Nick Calathis at 45, Danny Green at 46, uh, Petty Mills at 55. Actually, in the f- pick up in the first round, Drew Holiday went at 17, Jeff Teague went at 19. Did you have, I, I recall distinctly, your anti-Thabit stand yep. and column on that, yep. uh, which was written before the draft. Yep. Did you have a... And who did you see work out? Did we were used to, were we still watching the workouts there? Obviously, yeah. the beat did not work out. Yeah. What What are the myths of, of that process? Was partial myth was that Harden had a, a substandard workout? A, a, well, no, that that would have been true. But it was that because everyone always you know, cranks it to right. eleven that Harden had a disastrous workout or right. whatever. And Harden missed a bunch of jump shots. Um, and then he, and then, but like he'd been playing basketball for two years. People knew he could shoot. It wasn't like, oh, he Wasn't missed jump there a shots. feeling that he kind of tanked? The, that could he be, could be. He missed a bunch of jump shots, and then at the end of the workout, like after an hour of workout, like they're throwing him alley oop lobs. He's just catching one after another, dunking. And I, I remember, like after that, I, I talked to Tony Brody Senior. He like pulled me aside and said, "Look, we all know, like, like, like you can uh, shoot. Yes, like you know, whatever." <laughs> Um, the idea that that workout would have kept them from drafting him. And I talked to Chris Wallace. I'm sort of giving up a bunch of stuff that, like, was off the record at the time, but who cares anymore? Nobody (laughs) works there anymore. Like, I talked to Chris Wallace before that draft about Harden, and he compared him to Paul Pierce. He said, this guy, you know, in terms of his craft and ability to score, he's not a great athlete, but thinks he can do with his feel for the game and all of that. Um, I think your question was, did I have a conviction of who to take? Did you have a conviction about it? Yeah. No, not not by the time you get to draft day. My, my, My first thought was Rubio. By the time we got to draft day, I was sort of I'd gotten off of that in terms of the fit, in terms of the re, re, the reality of what they were going to do. The, re, just, the reality was, was so clear yeah. that I, because I wrote a column saying they should draft Rubio, and like Lionel had no interest in right. Rubio. So, so by the time we got to draft yeah. day, my position was one anybody but the beat, right? And two, Curry, Harden, Tyreek Evans, whatever, take one of them. I think that they're they're all good. They're all better than to beat. I don't have a firm conviction. Just take one of these dudes. And where I thought they were wrong, a I thought they were wrong just in their analysis of the beat. But where I thought they were particularly wrong in a broader sense was their analysis of their roster. Right. Their thing was we need a center. We don't need a guard. And like because they had Mike Conley and OJ Mayo. And my and but my point was you also have Marcus Thaw. And you have 48 minutes to fill at center. You have 96 minutes to fill in your backcourt. So even though you have Mike Conley, this is things I said at the time, even though you have Mike Conley and O.J. Mayo, like how many minutes are they playing? They're not combining for 96. Like you right. got, you, you have plenty of room for a third guard. 
and Curry, Evans, Harden would all fit as a third guard with that with Conley and OJ. And so I, I thought I thought I thought their analysis of the players was wrong. I thought their analysis of their roster was wrong. I thought it was all bad. Well, and they fundamentally, as you point out, they they I, I don't recall defensively how atrocious they were. But this idea that you're drafting for position and need and whatever else is just stupid. Right. Like that was just stupid, and that's what drive them to the beat as opposed to any of these players. Almost all of whom who hit. It is interesting now. Now the beat. There's this. There's this partly. I do think Heisley drove that pick. I to do some degree. Too. Yes. But there's this idea that he imposed that over the objections of his staff. As I'm giving up more off the record stuff. Chris Wallace told me James Harden could be the next Paul Pierce. Chris Wallace also told me a year before. A year before, because people thought the beat might come out the year Matumbo. before. We know he never no. said the combo, <laughs> but he did say Hashim the beat's going to lead the NBA in blocks right. one day. So, like, and everyone had the beat as a top five pick. I remember, like, the night of the— I didn't, but everyone else, you know. I went to the draft party that that night, that year, and the draft party that year was at Buffalo Wild Wings over at Highland and wherever. And I distinctly remember, like, the Grizzlies don't get the first—don't get the first pick. I right. think they were the worst team. Yes. That year. I and think they that's right. Don't get the first pick. And Jay Billis immediately comes on and he says, Well, this is a Blake Griffin draft, and very clearly number two is Lashim Fabid. Like it wasn't some off uh, if you, it was if the you standard looked at pick. And I and I linked all this stuff in my blog the next day, so I remember putting it all together. If you looked the next day at like the draft grades on all the websites, they were all like B pluses or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. Um it, it, the Harden type it is interesting sort of how much like Tyreek, obviously, he was rookie of the he year, was rookie of the year yeah. but he obviously did not maximize his gifts, right, over yeah, the course he, of because he, of he, other he issues. issues. He had issues, yes. Because of his other issues. Um, uh, Harden was, uh, you know, Hall of Famer. Steph's Hall of Famer, obviously. Yep. Johnny Flynn, uh, that's a tough one. I don't even remember DeMar DeRozan being in that draft. Do you remember have any? Do you remember him as a college coming out? Getting yeah, because he player? was, he's become a much different player than what people thought he would be. His thing at the time was he's just the super athlete who dunked everything. And so, um, you know, he had been a high, he'd been like a top five, whatever, high school prospect. He went to USC and he was a super athlete. And so he was, yeah, I mean, he was highly regarded. But people thought, you know, is he going to develop basketball skills? He just be a guy who dunks. Turned out it went the opposite way with him where he's like this super skilled mid-range assassin, you know, kind of player. And then you look at some of the other players. It's actually some drafts you can look at and you won't find there'll be – 15 to 20 picks will go by, and you can look at them, and no one will have made it. This draft, you know. Lots of good players, yeah. Lots of good players in this draft. Um, All right, Chris, appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.